Good morning and welcome to Breakthrough Walls. I'm Ken Walls and I'm your host and I am really, really excited and grateful to have my buddy Brian Hess on the show today. Today is actually Brian's birthday. He's 40 years young today. So I want to welcome Brian. Brian, thanks for uh, thanks for coming on the show, bro. Appreciate you, man. Thanks for having me. Ditto, dude. Ditto. Look, I got the balloons. Yeah. Happy birthday, man. Thank 40. You. Thank you. Hard to believe, right? It is hard to believe. I remember being 40. <laughs> I, I, uh, I hope I remember being 40 down the road here. So that, that's, a, that's always a positive. If, yeah. you, if you remember that, right? Right, right. So, so dude, um, you know, I know you were on you were on the show last year from your truck cab. <laughs> I was at a truck stop in my yeah. truck cab in Northern in Ohio. I was in Northern Ohio somewhere at a truck stop. Yeah, yeah. so a little so, better setting this time. Yeah, and and uh, hey, Mike Fallett's on. What's up, Mike? Eric Cornelius. We got some people on. So so um. He said he doesn't look a day over 39. Eric, Eric thinks he's a comedian. So, um, huh? Thanks. I take all the compliments I can get. Right. So, so, um, you know, you were on last year and, um, and you know, you, you kind of told your story, but why don't you do a little bit of a recap of, um, you know, where you're from, where you're born and raised and all that. So, uh, born and raised in Uniontown, Pennsylvania. So Southwest PA, um, small town, you know, South of Pittsburgh. So I'm a Pittsburgh boy through and through black and gold till I die, but, uh, born and raised just outside of Pittsburgh. So, uh, dad was a steel worker. Mom was a stay at home mom. So, you know, traditional American family, um, you know, I just was on uh, Carl's show a few weeks ago, talked about, you know, just learning a lot of blue collar type grit from my dad, you know, uh, working hard for, you know, he worked at U.S. Steel for 43 years. And so I grew up around that, that hard, hardworking blue collar mentality. And so uh, that's where I get a lot of that, that just grinded out kind of whatever it takes uh, grit of mine. And so, uh, you know, graduated high school, kind of made my way down to the city from there, you know, went to college, uh, didn't finish college, went to Pitt, but didn't finish, got out, got a job uh, doing what I was going to do anyway. So I was going for business. And uh, man, the, 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 the journey that I took in the business world is an odd one, right? So from yeah. work in the retail setting to you know, ended up in, in corporate America with uh, Verizon. So it was a, you know, uh, sales leader, director uh, at Verizon, you know, managing teams of people that sold the small businesses and um, ended up relocating down to South Florida uh, with, with corporate, with Verizon. And then, uh, believe it or not, got hired by an asphalt paving and concrete contractor uh, that was originally from Pittsburgh when wow. I moved down there. So he recruited me away from Verizon, which I thought would never happen. You know, I just figured I'd stay in the corporate world forever, but I saw this little glimpse of small business and it was interesting to me. You know, I, I thought, man, this is pretty cool. I've always done well in my career. I was always successful at Verizon and, uh, you know, really wanted to take a shot to see what's it like 
you know, when you do it on your own or more on your own. And so I stepped into private business and, and was very successful with that company. We grew that company significantly over a couple of years and then, uh, you know, decided eventually I was going to step out on my own and, and uh, step into the crazy world of entrepreneurship. And so, uh, so let, let yep. me, let me, let me stop you for a second. Let me ask you, cause you just covered like 30 years yeah. <laughs> in five minutes, but no, it's like, like yeah, and, and we got Eric Cornelius over here being a smart ass. Pittsburgh has a football team. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Couple yeah. championships, too. Yeah, like six of them, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm a, as, as, as most people know, I'm a Stellars fan, too, so... Um, <clears throat> But you know the the so you covered a lot a lot there, and I, I want to back up a little bit and say, you know, like w what are some of the because you and I are really good friends. We talk a lot on the phone. I mean, you've called me at eleven o'clock at night, going, <clears throat> "Dude, I'm heading uh, heading to Atlantic City for a job quote. I got to be there at four a.m." And I'm like what and and like no you're the only person gonna be awake man. So, <laughs> yeah you know, i'm like dude gotta, i thought i was the only crazy one here so so um man i'm getting a flicker is that on my end it must be something's up um but the so so what are some of the you know whether it goes back to childhood and i've met your parents and i've been in that house actually that you're in and and that's where i met them and and dude like they're they're two of the most incredible people in, in the world. Um, but like, what are some challenges you've faced along the way? Because you've told me some of them and we don't have to name names or get real specific, but you know, you, you, I think because this shows literally, that's what it's about, right? It's about helping people have a breakthrough that are, that are hitting the crap in life and, and can't get through it. Like what, what are, what are some of the challenges you've had along the way that you thought I'm not getting through this? Yeah, I, I'll go back to, you know, when I left corporate America, you know, I had a nice cushy corner office job and, you know, although I was successful, it was a lot, uh, you know, from an effort standpoint, it was a lot easier than what I do now. And, you know, so I took, uh, I took a leap of faith to go into private business and, and not long after I arrived at that company, I started to realize the inner workings of it uh, were not exactly, you know, what I expected. And so, you know, that turned into a, a very interesting path of trying to correct some of the things within that company that that I knew were, you know, didn't match my ethics, my values, uh, that kind of thing. And so, you know, through that whole entire process. Um, you know, I was, I was scared to death, man. I thought, you know, man, my, my, what did I just do? You know, I left the, the comfort and stability of this great job. I was on an, an upward trend in corporate America, could have just stayed the course and, you know, had a pretty solid life. But, you know, for me, it was like, it was more than money, you know, stepping outside of corporate America, it was about passion and, and finding what I was capable of doing. And then to run square smack into a wall, like, holy shit, what did I just do? You know, to not just me, to, but to, you know, to my, you know, to my family and, you know, everything else. It's like, you know, you got a lot riding on that. And so, you know, through a couple of years there, I, you know, I, I found out how to fix some of the things, but you also figure out that, you know, sometimes you're not able to fix some of those things. And, right. 
you know, so uh, leaving that company uh, to give you an idea. So when I when I left that company, I had uh, Paisley was already born. Uh, we had gotten married. You know, some really major things went down within that company in uh, January of that year. So what, year, I, what year was that? That was 2014. Okay. So uh, that year in February, February 14th, Lori and I were getting married. So we already had one baby. And the week of our wedding, we found out we were having another one. Oh, wow. And, and, and so I'm weathering a storm within that company, a pretty major one, uh, you know, that during that time. And I'm like, man. So then I had I had a buddy, you know, that owned a different and He's like, man, we should start something. But I had a non-compete and all these challenges that, that kind of restricted me from being able to do that. Um, so, you know, I kind of went into business with him trying to, you know, finagle away. How, how do I work around this non-compete? Um, worked for him, worked with him for a, a couple of months. And we had a deal that he never ended up paying me. So I lost a ton of money and never got paid. And, wow. you know, tried to help him build a business and ended up getting hosed in that deal. Um, and then from there, and, and I always tell this, I tell this story a lot when I'm doing sales training, um, you know, never make a decision in your life out of desperation because every time I've, I felt nervous, um, you know, I, I came from a corporate America career of, you know, eight years, nine years, 10 years in corporate America, right. With multiple companies. Yeah. So I just thought everybody was cool and, and honest and legit. And, you know, you get outside of those uh, big corporations where most everything is, is pretty on the up and up. And you realize that, you know, not everything is. And, and so I went from there and, and, you know, partnered with another guy to, to start another company. And that company grew so fast that it went out of control. And the guy was like, man, should we sell it? Should we not like made a deal to sell it? I had a job with another company and that went sideways. And so the list goes on. I mean, we could have a two hour show on just that story of, of going, you know, going through quite a bit. And as I got through that, I ended up leaving the the asphalt industry altogether and getting, you know, getting a sales job and just saying, man, I'm, I'm done with this, you know, and, um, you, you know, just going to basically create these companies as a side hustle, you know, and, and, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Lo and behold, I get drugged back into it uh, to help another company that ended up being sold. And then here we are today. We formed the pavement group, uh, you know, last year and and the rest is history, as they say. But it the, and, and to go back to your point, the challenges never stop. man. I mean, you know, it's a different set of challenges every day. And, and I will tell you, you know, yesterday was a phenomenal day. We got a couple large contracts that came in. But, you know, we've we've gone through some some waves this year of just, you know, you, you got a lot of momentum and then it seems like the momentum kind of falls out from underneath you. And then, you know, what do you do? Uh, one of the things that I'm, I'm going to uh, record a podcast here on is how do you gain momentum back when you're, when you're at, you feel like you're at a standstill. Dude. And, and, and you know what? I, look, I, first off, I have to say, hello, there's some, some, uh, hot chick on here named Lori Lynn Hess. Do you know her? <laughs> she is pretty hot. Yeah, I do know her. Yeah. <laughs> she says, just look at you now, babe. Love that. That's awesome. Chris Bretzler's on here. Oh, snap. Who's that young guy? So, you know, and that's the thing, man. One of the cool things about social media is how many people that are out there that support that support us 
that, that we've become oh, friends coaching. with, that we've been able to help. And, and I know that you do coaching, you do training and, and a lot of other really cool things besides your, your primary business. And you have the opportunity to help people, but that's, that's, uh, he said that was for Ken. Oh, so <laughs> nice. Yeah. I'm 10 years older than you. I know I don't look it. And there's your mom. Oh my gosh, dude. So, so, um, you know, but you, you know, you talk to people that, that hit those, those, I mean, you and I've talked about it where you've had challenges or I've had challenges. You call me ago. one day, you're like, I just lost $25,000 on a job or something. I was like, Whoa, dude. And so, but like, you know, people don't understand. They, they see, and I think social media is great, but I also think that, that people just see a picture. They, they only get to see a little window of, you know, there's, how many seconds are there in a day? I should know. I've seen the post so many times, 84,600 or something, right? I think you're correct. Yeah. So, so you see a picture, that's one second of the day, right? That's one second of the day of somebody smiling, but then the rest of the day, like what's going on then? And you've been through that stuff. And so when you're talking to people, when you're talking, when people call you and say, dude, I need your help, man, I'm freaking out. I'm, you know, blah, blah, blah. What's, what's, what, what are some of the things that you, you do to help that person in that moment? Um, I, you know, number one, I, um, I thought about this long and hard because I planned on doing, you know, doing a podcast about it. And it's for me, I'll tell you what I did. And it was this weekend, you know, I was like, man, we, you know, I need to personally, cause there's a lot of people that rely on me for inspiration, energy, all those kinds of things. And so when I'm in a funk, I got to find my way out of it so that I can help these other people. Right. Yeah. And so for me, it is do the things that make you feel accomplished. And so, uh, what I did this weekend, man, and I'm, I'm a weird cat like this, but I literally washed my truck and cleaned the inside of it like to the point that it was absolutely spotless because I had to go on the road this week and I wanted to get in that truck and feel like, man, this is, you know, this is, I'm in the zone, right? I got to stop you right there, dude. That's freaking powerful. Believe it or not. I don't care. And let me say this too. A lot of people have shared this out and I want to say thank you. I'm sure Brian thanks you too. A lot of people have shared this out. So that's awesome. But dude, that's probably one of the most powerful things as simple as it seems. That's one of the most powerful things ever said on this show. When you do those little things, right? Clean your truck, wash the dishes, put them away. Do you know those little things? Yeah. And, and you know, what's funny, man, I had five uh, big meetings, you know, five site visits this week that are, you know, probably a combined $3 million for the business for our company potential. Right. Yeah. And I pulled up to those sites feeling like here I am. Right. Yeah. And, and so the second thing that I did was I, I cut the grass around my house. There's two things that man growing up and uh, my mom's probably on here, but you know, I always liked, you know, having a well manicured lawn and I always, my dad was always a freak about having our cars clean. And, uh, you know, to me, it's like that appearance, there's something about it. It's like having a clean desk, having an organized, you know, work environment, those little things, man, are what start. And so that was, I worked my ass off this weekend doing those things, getting my house ready before I had to leave on Sunday. 
And, uh, you know, that created the momentum that when I got on the road, man, I was like, I was in the zone. Then I started listening to audio books. I think I shared with you, you know, I was uh, listening to David Goggins. And then I went straight from David Goggins' Can't Hurt Me into uh, Jesse Itzler's Living with a Seal. And you start to talk about, you start to think about and talk to other people about the things that you're consuming. And so for me, it was like those books taught me or, or reminded me a lot about uh, life is really about how we, how well we can embrace suffering, right? And so the more that you can appreciate that suffering for what it's doing for you as a person, how it's improving you as a human being, it's, it's all about perspective, right? It's like, you know, I don't look at those things anymore and say, why me? I look at those things and think to myself, like this, I was gifted with this adversity, yeah. And and that's the truth. It took me a long, long time to not think why me. Um, and, you know, it, it is a gift to go through those things, because if you catch it in stride and you can internalize those things and you've got the right people around you to support you through those things and get you through man on the other side, it's just that much better. Um, you know, you learn a lot more. You know, I, I made a post last week about you know, admitting your mistakes is not a bad thing. It's actually admitting that you're smarter. Yeah, that's dude, that's and and I, I gotta back you up just a little bit, man, to 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 David Goggins book. And and you know, I I listen to I, I recommend that book literally every single day to somebody. Like like every day. Can't hurt me by David Goggins. If you think your life is tough <laughs> in any way, it's all about perspective, right? It's all about perspective. And and holy crap, man. Like that dude and nothing stopped him. Like nothing. And and I mean, you can go back to the beginning of his life and it's like, okay, that was enough to stop most people, right? And and it still doesn't, by the way. No. Like he's he's still going. And I mean, heart surgeries and you know being born with a heart defect and you know i, I don't want to say too much i don't want to ruin the book for the people who are out there but you know it, it really just teaches you about the the most important thing in the world is mental toughness right yeah. and so you know i i started the program 75 hard because i i knew that i needed and i needed some improvement on that discipline and mental toughness side of my life and uh Man, it is it has done tremendous things, and I'm actually glad that I didn't start until after I had been through a little bit of suffering myself. Yeah. Because you you can relate to it, and you start to think to yourself, um, you know, there was so many times during this, you know, I think I'm on 58 or 59 days uh, of 75 hard, but so many times that people told me. Oh, you should you should slow down. You know, your knees are sore. You should take a day off or you should, you know, and listen, man, we could just cave in and give in to all those excuses. And, and the reality is that is how the world lives. We all do it because we are programmed from a very young age to be that way. And the reality is that the elite that you admire on on social media that have actually made it, not the posers, but the ones who have actually made it. Every single one of them has learned how to suffer and put a smile on their face yep. and, and appreciate that suffering for really what it is. And that's it is there to teach you a lesson. The fulfillment of life 
comes from overcoming obstacles. It doesn't come from having from driving down the road, getting every green light. If if that's what you pray for, then shame on you. Wow. Dude. Right? Because the reality is what you should pray for is experience. The experiences in life, dude, we have built a friendship on having conversations that are probably 60, 70, 80% about adversity. It is. It's true, and man. It's true. To somebody. By discussing the tough things in your life, man, and your closest friends, what do they open up to you about? The difficult things. Yep. And the closer you get, what do they talk to you more about? The more difficult things. They start to open up, right? Yep. And they start to share with you the most difficult parts of their life. That's the gift. It's true, man. Absolutely true. My wife's on here. She said happy birthday to you. Thank you, Jill. I appreciate that. Thank you so, very much. And she's been to your house too, man. You guys are you guys are awesome. Met your whole family. I think our kids even got into a fight. <laughs> I'm kidding. Oh, it's always lively, man. It's always <laughs> yeah. lively. I'm, I'm kidding. I don't think they fought. But but um, you know, I mean, so so the adversities in life and and again, you know, I've always said like you don't learn. I can watch you walk up to a hot stove and put your hand on the burner, maybe even watch it sizzle and and hear you scream and and cuss and all that. Um, but but I don't truly understand how hot that is until I touch it, right? And and people are like, "Well, dude, you made this this big mistake," and then we play it over and over and over and over in our heads. And and the fact is, is people see the mistake that we make, maybe, right? They're not playing it over and over and over in their heads. We're the only ones doing that. Yeah, right, hundred percent. It's but, it's literally, man. It's it's, uh, and this is really really you know in the in the can't hurt me book yes. uh it talks about mind control a lot and uh you know i oh, felt wow. like i've always been pretty good at that you know i'm really good at redirecting other people sometimes i need to look, be a little bit better at redirecting myself at times like yeah. you know not not that i don't ever redirect myself but it's just the speed at which you're able to do it is the speed at which you're able to get you know back on the horse and and get back to what you're really supposed to be doing but that mind control, man, is really, that's the difference between the elite. Like if you just analyze athletes in general, you know, how is it that certain athletes are able to make that clutch shot? I believe that if you look at an NBA basketball game, a lot of the guys that are on the court probably have a very similar ability, but they can't calm themselves to use their natural muscle memory and drain that shot when the pressure's on. Why is that? Because they haven't ran through enough adversity Yep. to calm their nerves. It's not that people don't get nervous. It's that they learn how to control it. That's right. It's over matter, right? That's that's right. I, and people like, you know, and Goggins talks about it in his book, Jesse Itzler, in his book, Living with a Seal. He talks about, you know, Goggins said, all right, in day one, he's like, all right, get up there, get up there on that bar and give me a hundred pull-ups. And, and Jesse says, and of course I got up there and, and pulled off a hundred pull-ups and got down and said, okay, what's next? He, and then he goes, okay, no, that didn't really happen. I did like, I did like four or five of them <laughs> and said, oh my God, I'm done. Right. 
and he, yeah, and he's and, like, no, you're not. Get up there, you know, and 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 that's what it's about, man. And he says that in his book that that when when you think when your mind tells you. I've done everything. I have nothing left in the tank. I've done everything. You've only you've only hit maybe forty percent. Yeah. Of of your potential. I mean, and and I, I so I strongly recommend that book. I mean, seriously, because I was listening to it. I'm gonna I'm gonna try like hell to get David Goggins on this show, man. And Jesse Itzler, I'm coming for you, man. You're gonna be on. The, I love that dude. So so you know that I people don't realize how much strength they actually have, and so they cave. Yeah. And, and I think, you know, another important thing, man, is, you know, I talk a lot about this regularly, but your circle, uh, oh. you know, because let me tell you something, man, no matter what, no matter how mentally tough you are, no matter how strong you are, there's going to be times in your life where having someone, you know, to help you out of that, that split second, you have some weakness yep. makes all the difference in the world. And so, you know, it's that it's that circle of yours that's going to help you. You know, if you if you don't have the strength right now and you're looking to start something, you know, borrow somebody else's strength, man. That's why coaching programs are what they are, because you're able to gain energy, gain momentum, gain confidence through somebody else. And then those people, if they're doing their jobs as a coach, they will teach you how to manifest that yourself. And And that's the idea is. I'm not there yet, man. I, I, you know, I rely on other people still too. I'd be interested to hear when you interview David Goggins, does he ever borrow strength from somebody else even still? Because it's, it's that, you know, there's a reason why we're dropped on this earth, not alone. Um, you know, and it, it takes, takes an army of people to build a life the way that people do. You know, when they, when they say use the word self-made, you know, there, there is no such thing. It's, it's always, there's always a whole group of people, you know, behind that person that you're looking at, you know, know, for me, man, I, you know, I, I get the honor and privilege to be in front of a lot of people like this, but the number of people who are behind me alongside of me, you know, doing all of these things in my life, man, is like unbelievable from business partners to, you know, people that we work with, the contractors that help us out in the field you know, my family, my wife, like these people are all right alongside me. Sometimes they got more energy than I do. Right. And, and I'm feeding off of them to keep going when, you know, deep down inside, I'm thinking to myself, man, how, can I, can I keep going? Yeah. You know, but those people and, and listen, it's a, it's, it's a back and forth. Sometimes you're lending energy to them and sometimes they're giving it to you. That's what it's all about. That's what having that circle is all about. And, uh, you know, man, I can't, this morning I woke up and I sent my wife, uh, one of my buddies sent me a video this morning when I, while I was at the gym and like, it literally made me emotional to watch it, man, because it was like, you know, just wishing me a happy birthday, you know, thanking me for being a good friend. And, you know, I said to my wife, I'm like, I got chills right now just talking about it. But like I said, man, if you ever wonder why I always take those phone calls or I always, you know these are the kinds of people that I am blessed to have in my life, man. And that, that is, that is the jet fuel in the tank, man, of how you're going to get where you're going faster. You're not going to do it alone. And dude, you're 1000% right. 
It's it's and again, and there are some egomaniacs out there, especially in social media land, that 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 talk about being self-made and they did it all on their own. And and the greats, I mean the true greats, Ed Milet, which we're going to talk about that interview you told me to 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 check out. I watched the YouTube version of it instead of listening to the podcast. And holy crap, dude! So so um. But Ed Milet, Grant Cardone, these people, the, the Andy Frasilla, these people are like legit, and and they always say you hear them all the time giving thanks to their teams, the people that actually helped them get there, right? And Goggins does talk about, I think at some point in his book, I don't remember, but I thought he talked about that he he still has a coach that he still uses and you know you and I both do coaching we but and 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 coach other people and teach other people how to but like like dude and each other we coach each, each other. other and I was getting ready to say that like we we reach out to each other man when when in good times and in bad times like you 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 called me I think it was about a month ago and you're like dude just keep going and I'm like I, I I am. <laughs> and you're like, no, I just closed a big freaking deal. And we won't talk about how much you got in, but it was a big check and, and all. And, and I'm like, wow, dude, that's awesome, man. You know, and, and that's where true power comes from. And that's why I created the show was just so people like you could come on here and share your story, your inspiration, your strength and hope with other people. That's yeah, and, and don't ever think that, you know, and a lot of times I, we celebrate those moments, right, where, you know, we are, we're having a good time. But, you know, alongside that, you know, yeah. behind the scenes there, there's a lot of, you know, bad times and struggling times and scary times. And the best thing that I could give people advice, you know, that are watching, that are thinking about starting a business or going through a bad time is it will turn, but yeah. you have to keep doing the things that got you there. You know, one of the conversations that we had this week within our company was, you know, let's not forget what got us here, right? So when we get off track, how do we get back on track? We get back on track by doing the things that got us to the point where we're at yep. and having faith in those things <clears throat> that they're going to continue to produce the results that we need. And so it's, you know, you want to talk about that that interview with Ed Milet, it's about Delivering on a promise to yourself is step number one. And that is when you're going through a rough time and you, you, you know, you don't know what to do. You feel like you're under fire and, you know, you just want to crouch down in the foxhole and go to sleep. Yeah. You know, what you have to do is take massive action in a positive direction, doing the things that you know are the right things and the right disciplines that you need to get back to every day. Nobody that you're watching on social media has perfect discipline. They are striving towards having it every single day. They're working hard to make sure that it gets better. Yep. Like I could tell you a million things with regard to my discipline that I'd like to improve. Um, you know, I try to write in my planner every morning. It doesn't always work out, but you have to work every single day to get that to be a better discipline, a more accurate discipline. How do you do that? Well, you do it by holding yourself accountable and not, not just blowing it off and saying, oh, whatever. You know, one of the most powerful things in that interview is when they talked about the guy that had lost 400 pounds and, and then he gained it all back and he, he linked it back to one, one. soda. 
that he filled up in a gas station. He walked yeah. in to get a drink, and instead of putting it under the diet, he put it under the regular soda. Yeah. And that one soda led to him gaining 400 pounds back that he had lost. He was 600 pounds, lost it all, and then gained it all back from that one break. And so it's it is that is the importance of discipline. It's one. It's, it's the it's the. Yeah. It's the one broken promise that they talk about. And, and it's not, it's not a me calling you up and saying, and, and, you know, we'll say you're my coach and, and, and you're like, well, Ken, you got to make sure you're making your bed every morning. And I go, Brian, I promise I'm going to make my bed. It's not about me making that promise to you. It's, it's the promise to myself. And, and that's what they talk about. It's Chris Powell and Heidi Powell um, what was the name of their show on ABC? Um, Biggest Loser. No, that was the other show. Uh, Extreme Weight Loss or something. Oh, yeah, like yeah, yeah. That. Yep, yep. Yeah, Biggest Loser was with Jillian Michaels. Oh, and, that's right, that's right, yeah. Um, but, but the, you know, they had, so it was a five and a half years it, it ran, and, and they helped 70-some-odd people lose hundreds of pounds each. And the people that gain the weight back, they talk about this in the interview with Ed Milet, and they say, you know, like the it always goes back to the person making promises to themselves and then breaking those promises. It goes back to one broken promise to themselves. I listened to Andy Frisella's last podcast this morning at the gym, man, and it talked all about your personal integrity. And I will tell you, man, I, I am not. I'm striving towards getting better at that. You know, I break yeah. promises to myself all the time. And, you know, that's not, it's not okay. And that's when I find the best version of myself, it'll have a lot less broken promises. And that's, that is how we all function. And so don't ever feel like, man, I got so far to go. I shouldn't start. It's a journey, man. You know, uh, it, it's, it is every single day. You know, one of my friends sent me a picture this morning uh, from the gym and I told her, now let's, Let's see that same place. Let's see you in that same place for 75 more days. Yeah. Because it's not about going to the gym once. It's about <laughs> right making that promise to yourself and keeping it, especially when you don't feel like it. And when you do those things, you start to gain that inner confidence that takes you to a whole new level in your life. And it's those little things that add up. If you look at the people that dominate in business, in life, in marriage, and with their kids, it's because they don't make excuses dude and and i would i would go out on a limb to say and 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 again i can there's there's so many resources there's so many different people that talk about this very topic right here i would go out on a limb to say that I would I would say 99.9% of all failure in life goes back to this very topic. 100%. I I think that people do not realize that I'm going I say to myself, "Okay, I'm going to as Grant's always talking about beat the sun up." You know, like I'm going to beat the sun up. I'm getting up at 5 a.m. The the sunrise is at six. I'm getting up. I am getting up before the sun. Whatever the time is, you say to yourself, not the world. The world doesn't give a crap. They don't care if you beat the sun up or you sleep all day. It's you, right? Yeah, dude, I, I had a guy. It's a good, a good, great topic. 
I had a dude reach, send me a DM on Instagram in the, in the middle of 75 hours, 30 something days. Right. Yeah. And he said, uh, are you really doing these workouts? Because you know, I haven't seen you post anything. And I'm like, man, don't get it twisted. I don't do these workouts so that I can post it on social media and I don't answer to you. Right. But, you know, I don't have to post a workout to prove to you I did it. It's about me. Yes. I'm sharing it so that I can hopefully inspire somebody else to maybe improve themselves. But I'm not doing this so that you can keep track, man. And, like, and it's, it's wrong it, with people. And this, these are the people that are out there right making promises to themselves every day like dude worry about your own damn promises man right like, get out of my life and worry about your own dude that's it's crazy people are like it is so much easier to find fault with other people than with ourselves always man it always. is man it is wild how many people i'm like man why would you even care yeah because haters haters gonna hate <laughs> It's crazy, man. But it, it is, is crazy. It is. You know, it comes with the territory, and that's uh, it's part of it, man. Everybody's going to think of your uh, reason for doing things from their own perspective, and they're entitled to that. But <laughs> as I say to a lot of people, man, you saying it out loud or repeating it doesn't make it true. Oh, my God. That's true, man. That is true. So, so dude, like, I mean, we could probably wrap it up right now, but I don't want to, but I mean, and, and the reason is, 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 you know, I, I, those broken promises to yourself, like it's so simple. I've made some changes here, here lately. I have, um, Colleen Reynolds says haters with a bunch of angry faces. We, we get, you gotta love your haters though, man. You got, because the haters are what they, they provide fuel. They, they really do provide fuel for, for getting, getting, uh, to the next level in life. And I never understood that. I never understood that until recently, but you know, I, I made a huge change recently. I've got this beautiful iPad sitting next to me and, and I've, I've been for the last couple of years taking all my notes on the iPad, or if I don't have it with me, I use the notes app on my my, um, my iPhone and, and, you know, even doing some of my goal writing and stuff like that on there. And, and it was just a few days ago. I, I forget. Oh, I found an old, um, tablet paper tablet, you know, and it had, it's, it's like, dude, we were killing it in life back then. And I'm looking through and, and I have meeting uh, notes from a meeting with Grant Cardone that I had a, a one, you know, I had all these other notes from all these different people. And I'm like, man, you know, I wonder if there's any connection between using an actual pen and real paper. And, and so like I started taking notes and, you know, writing things down and all this on actual paper and it's completely different. And I forgot, you know, and I'm 50, I'll be 51 years old. And it just occurred to me that maybe I should be using real paper instead. And, and so, you know, it's these little tiny shifts that we can make in life that make all the difference. Yeah. I think, man, once you get to the point of, you know, who you are, you know, where you're going, um, it is, you're no longer looking for these massive transformations, right? You're looking for 
inches. And so, you know, I consume a lot of books, audio books, podcasts, things like that, because, and, and, you know, I always say like, I'll look back after an hour, right. Of listening to a podcast. And if I got one thing out of there that really triggered my mind to think some, to think differently, it's a huge victory because it will, it will play over and over and over again in your mind to keep you on track. And, and those are the things it's like, find those people that influence you in such a positive way and listen to their content because, and then listen to it over again. Yeah. I've listened to, there's books that I've listened to four times. This book I've read uh, probably five, six times. Yeah. Every time I read it, it's like, it's not, there's something new that I pick up that's different than the last time. Right. Sometimes it's in my marriage. Sometimes it's in business. Sometimes it's in friendships. Um, but it's it is a it's the it's the uh, proving that you are always under transformation. Yep. That you can read the same book, but it gives you a completely different meaning the next time you pick up on different things that improve you. Yes. Um, so it, it's constant, man, and you got to look for those inches because at some point in your life, those major transformations need to, you know. You, you got to be careful making too many of them. You're just constantly reinventing yourself and you're not really, you know, filling in the blanks that you need to. And, and, you know, it's, it, here's the other thing is, is listening to and watching and, and, and reading books by people who've made it like people that have, I mean, and, and I don't, you know, everybody's definition of making it is, is different. I, I get that. But I'm talking about like Chris and Heidi Powell and Ed Milet, right? Like they, they, it was literally Chris, Chris was, I mean, before the huge shift into, to fame and, and the TV show and all, I mean, the dude was hundreds of thousands of dollars in debt, a drug addict and, and everything else. And, and Heidi couches. Yeah. He was sleeping for six months or more. He was couch surfing. His own friend's house. Yeah. Cause he slept on his couch too long. Exactly. And Heidi struggled with a, a, an eating disorder and all of these things. And then, you know, they just kept pushing, man. They kept going, they kept going, they kept going. They didn't give up. They, and, and that's the thing is, you know, you see people that, that, maybe start a business, right? And everything goes wrong for 10 years. And Andy Frisilla talks about that. You know, that, that when they started first form, him and his partner, he didn't eat, he, he made, how much was it? I forget how much it was. 50,000 over 10 years. Yes. Thousand a year for 10 years, $50,000 in the total years of his business. Right. Yeah. Right. And, and so, but he never gave up. He never, he never gave up and, and, and he kept pushing forward, pushing forward, sleeping in the back room of a store, like for 10 years. Yeah. And uh, one of the chapters in my book that's coming out soon is called, uh, it's what's supposed to happen. Right. And, and it's, it's the truth, your perspective on life, you have to be prepared yeah. to endure the things and the bigger your goals are the more things you have to endure to get them. And if you don't believe that, you're fooling yourself. Nobody gets it by accident. If you want it by accident, go play the lottery. But right. the people who really make it in life, and, and by the way, money is not 
the, the not the the goal. It's not the end goal, and people miss that. It is money is a byproduct of doing the right things, of having you know making a lot of connections, serving a lot of people, solving a lot of problems. Yep. And and people in today's world, it's like you know I say this in my book too. It's like people float on the surface, man, like fish food, and and they wonder why they get eaten up. And it's like that's the easiest place for the fish to eat, man. If you want to, if you don't want to get eaten, you got to go down below the surface, man. But underneath the surface, as you get deeper in the water, there's pressure down there. Yep. And if you can't endure that pressure, then you can't. You can never be safe and secure. And that's ultimately what people are after: is the safety and security. It's not the money. It's not the fame. It's not the anything like that. It is serving people. People that have a mission end up feeling fulfilled. There's plenty of people that have tons of money and live in mansions and have yachts that are miserable human beings. And yep. so don't ever set your goals on money or you will be disappointed because you'll never have enough of it. Dude, that's that's fire, dude. That's that's like pure fire right there. And it's it's 1000% true. And and again, you know, there's a lot of people that are programmed to believe that that money is the root of all evil or the love of money is the root of all evil or, you know, and, and so they're brought up to believe that, Oh, you know, rich people are bad and, and all of these other things. Right. And, and it's just not true. It's not true. In fact, some of the most giving, caring, loving people that I've ever known in my life are extremely wealthy they are. And, and it's something it says if, if they say that or they think that and if anybody out there that's on this stream thinks that remember this when you think it, it says something about you more than it says something about that person because you don't really know them. And no. the reality is so many people, even the people that, you know, maybe I disagree with, they, they probably do far more than what I would ever give someone credit for. And, yeah. you know, the reality of it is, is that you, you shouldn't ever pass judgment on somebody that's out there in the world trying to make a difference. Yeah. And they're making a difference in the way that they see fit. And the less judgmental you are, the, the more satisfaction you'll have, the more you feel whole. It's not about dragging other people down, man. It's about lifting everybody up. And, you know, uh, today is my birthday. And I know we're probably coming to a close here. If anybody watching this stream, uh, whether it's live or on the replay, if you want to do something for my birthday, here's what you can do. Do something kind for somebody else today, right? You know, God has blessed us all with another day and, and you know, to live and experience each other, experience the world. And, you know, at the end of the day, we all have a responsibility to each other to make the world a better place. It's It's not about what you get it's about what does the world look like after you make an impact and that is the most important thing that we can do in the world is to do for others and so you know just be kind to somebody hold the door uh shake somebody's hand i got kids behind me there i, huh? I see them back there <laughs> <That's so cute. laughs> but, but they just came in the house so my daughter is uh she's she's peeking in oh there's there's her friend <laughs> So, so, um, I, dude, I, I love that. Like, and again, there's so many people that say 
They speak the, they mouth the words, oh, I'm going to, you know, I want to help people and, and let's, let's get our tribe together to help people. And, and like, what are you really doing to help people? Like, what are you really doing? Holding the door. I did it. I did it at a restaurant yesterday. I held the door. I, for a minute, I thought, man, I, I think I'm the new doorman at this place. <laughs> Cause like I held the door for one person. It turned into like eight and I'm like, but that's all right, man. You've got to, you've got to do those things. You've got to do those things and help other people, man, help other people. Yeah. Do, do the right thing. I just posted last night. I said, do the right thing, especially when it's uncomfortable. Cause that's usually when it's needed the most. And, and that was, that was a conversation between my wife and I yesterday, you know, it was like, yeah. I was having a conversation and she was in a situation where, you know, she just kind of let something slide that somebody had done, you know, something bad in the past. And, yeah. And I said, like, I get it. It's uncomfortable, right? You don't want to be amongst a bunch of people and then this person. But you, if you if you don't do the right thing always, especially when it's uncomfortable, then you're 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 not helping people. Right. You're looking at it as, oh, I don't want to be the negative person. But sometimes, you know, not letting somebody off the hook is giving them a gift. It's not you're being a bad person or yep. you're being difficult. It's like, you're not allowed to do that, man. You don't get to come and, and, you know, do something negative to someone's family and then just, you know, get forgiven in an instant. Like that person has to, they got a process, right? And, you know, it's uncomfortable sometimes to be in those scenarios where doing the right thing feels really awkward or really, you know, can be uncomfortable. But, Doing the right thing, and especially when people aren't watching, and especially when it's uncomfortable, is what makes the world a better place. Dude, I, I, I um, you know, as you know, and a lot of people know, I'm a recovered alcoholic with 17 years sober, almost. And, and you know, it's incredible to me because I learned a long time ago, you know, it does not matter what you're and that you know i stopped drinking way before social media even existed like i think myspace might have been around but but like i i quit drinking way thank back in two, for that, huh? yeah right. what's that i said thank goodness for that huh yeah right so <laughs> but like you know i quit drinking way back then and and it's it's and 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 uh, Chris and Heidi talk about this, the broken promises. The reason we break promises to ourselves is because we are doing it. it it's not like if I if I decided someday I'm gonna drink and and you know oh I'm gonna relapse and it, well uh, the the chances of me going out with Brian Hess or any of my other friends that know that I'm I'm a recovered alcoholic like you'd beat my ass and it, like so like. Like you wouldn't allow it to happen. Right. But like, it's probably going to happen when nobody's watching. It's going to be when I'm, it's the guy at the Coke machine, instead of getting a diet Coke, he got a regular Coke, that broken promise. When you're, it's when nobody else is watching, stop putting stuff out on, on, on Facebook and Instagram about how awesome things are and, and start taking care of your crap when nobody's watching. Stop yeah. breaking those promises, right? Absolutely, man. It's and that's the, the the problem is is that our own personal accountability a lot of times, like people don't take that that serious because they think, you know, you can you know uh, use this analogy. Like if somebody told you they were going to come help you move, or 
you know, they told you they were going to come take your kid to a birthday party or they and they didn't do that. And they're a friend of yours. Uh, you know, you're probably not going to be friends with them anymore. Right. Right. But we let ourselves do break promises all the time and there's no punishment. Right. There's no it's not the same. Right. And so we have to hold ourselves to a much higher standard uh, than than we all typically do. And And I'm telling you guys. Pay attention to the people around you because here's here's what happens. And my, my mom's probably still on here. My mom will love me no matter how bad I screw up, right? Yep. So no matter what I say to my mom that I didn't do, she will say, it's okay, you work hard, and blah, 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 and it's okay, and it's okay, and it's okay. Yep. And that's what my mom's supposed to say. But that shouldn't give you an excuse to go out and not do the things that you're supposed to be responsible for because nobody's watching or because your mom told you it was okay. It's not okay. And you know, it's not okay. So stop not holding yourself accountable and, and start making a difference in your own life. And once you start making a difference in your own life, it will be amazing to you how many other lives you'll impact just by doing the right thing. Dude, that's so powerful, man. And, and you're, you're right. Uh, the people that love us that are around us will, help us justify breaking those, those promises, man. 100% they do. And it's that they don't do it out of malice. They do it out of love. They love you. And right. They want you to be safe and comfortable. Like when I started 75 hard, it was like the day I, it was a weekend. It was the day after Easter, I think, or it, maybe it was Easter. Yeah. And I said, my knees sore. My mom said, Oh, you just need to take a break. You work too hard. You should take a break. Yeah. I'm not take a break. And you know what? Three days later, after I ran on that sore knee, it was it was perfectly fine. Yeah. But the reality is my mom cares more about me being safe. Yeah, that's her job. And right? it's good. It's a, it's good intention. I love your mom. She's amazing. <laughs> my mom loves me. That's yeah. what she's supposed to do is keep me safe. That's what your job is as a parent, yep. as a friend, as a spouse. Right. But the reality is, if you're going to do anything great in life, you're going to have to push through the limits and you got to push through pain and you got to keep promises to yourself. And if you don't, then don't be surprised when you're looking at other people wondering how they get there because they all kept more promises to themselves than you did. Wow. So, um, we are going to have to wrap up here in the next few, because I want to put this interview on IGTV. And if we go over an hour, I can't. <laughs> so, we're at 54 minutes and 50 seconds. So, so, um, what's, what's, uh, you're 40 years old today, man. And I said it earlier, but happy birthday. There went your smoking hot wife. <laughs> Rolling around the house. I she's was here all, by myself she's awesome. for 45 minutes, but not anymore. What's that? I said, I was here by myself for 45 minutes, but you <laughs> yeah. must have home in the meantime. It's so. all good, man. So, so. You know, you're 40 years old. Happy birthday. You know, I love you like a brother. And you and I sat out on the, there's the little one. Look at him. So you and I sat out on, on the front porch of your house. Um, the day you were moving in actually, yeah. <laughs> or, or well in that, that time. Yeah, it was, it was, yeah. a, it was maybe a day after we yeah, started. A day after. Yeah. And, and, and we had a long, great conversation, man. And, and, you know, um, just tell me though, what's, what's coming? What's next, man? I mean, you know, I, I don't try, I try not to, to project too far into the future and I, I stay in the moment and, and plan my plans for sure. 
But what what is what are what do you have going, man? What's what's coming up for you in the next couple of years? Um, I mean, honestly, man, I, you, there's a lot of details that we could run through, but it's, you know, I, I think all the time I just had this conversation with one of my buddies this morning is I think the future looks different, uh, than what I do right now. Right. It's like, you know, how do you impact more lives? How do you help more people? How do you, um, you know, do those things that really make a difference in the world? And I want to do more of that, and, you know, from a business standpoint, uh, the payment group is great. You know, we got a couple of our guys on here watching right now. And, you know, the group of people that we have put together uh, at that company is is just phenomenal. And forget about their talents. They have tons of talent with regard to business, but they're just awesome human beings, man. And, and you know, when you get to work around awesome human beings that, you know, no matter what, we all have each other's backs. And at the end of the day, we talk openly. That's yeah. what builds a great company. And so, you know, we'll do great things there. And, uh, you know, we're helping a ton of people on top contractor school grow their businesses. We got three or four guys that went through our program off season this year that have tripled or quadrupled their business already year to date. And they got six months to go. Wow. Uh, you know, just there's a lot of great things. And we got a lot of stuff coming down the pike from a technology standpoint um, that that will, you know, influence and change our industry, hopefully. And, you know, but all in all, it comes down to, you know, how do we how do we help more people man? and how do we and, and some of that is related to business. How do we solve people's problems in business yeah. you know, through technology solutions or coaching or whatever it is? But or how do we solve our customers problems by, you know, taking stress off of them? You know, one of the things we say at the payment group is like, dude, people literally miss dinner with their families because they're dealing with the wrong payment contractor. Mm. Like, wow we're trying to solve. It's not about paving your parking lot. Lots of people can do that, but uh, we, you know, we're, we're trying to impact people. And when we, we, we maintain that focus at the end of the day, there is no limit to what impact we can make. And so, uh, it, for me, it's, it's working on myself as much as I can so that I can in turn, you know, hopefully help a lot of other people. Um, and then, you know, through that, just maintaining the focus and everything that we get into that's, you know, trying to solve problems, man. Yeah. Trying so, to make it so dude, like we're, we're down to a minute and a half. And, and, um, first I want to say big, big, big happy birthday. Thank you, man. At no place I'd rather be today, man. I, I mean, it, you're 40, you're 40, dude, you're 40. And, and, Just and I know started, you've, brother. You've lost, you've lost 26 pounds and on, on doing the 75 hard. 23. What? 23. 23 pounds. My bad, dude. You look fantastic. I know things are going great for you and, and listen, happy birthday. Thank you for everything. And, and everybody go follow Brian on Facebook, Instagram, everywhere. Like they, they can follow you everywhere, right? Yep. Yep. All the platforms. It's real. Brian has R E A L Brian has, you can find me everywhere. Brother, I appreciate you coming on, sharing some of your inspiration and hope. You are you're you're a good dude, man. Really appreciate Thanks, you. Right back at you, man. Right back at you. All right. Happy birthday. Thank you, man. Thank you. <laughs> we'll see you later. See you guys later. Thanks so much. Thanks to everybody who shared. If you're not following Brian Hess, go follow him right now. Dude's badass. Appreciate you, brother.